Welcome, everybody. So glad to have you with us today. Um, we're going to do something really exciting, which is to build our 2022 agency growth plan. Um, it's just something I've been doing going on seven years with agencies now. And one of my favorite things to do, because I know if we start the year strong and we've got a clear plan and we're clear on the actions that we want to take, we're clear on the things that we want to accomplish, we can really hit the ground running with a lot of momentum going into the new year. So if you could, I'm going to ask that we make this interactive. I've got a share screen, but I'm going to try and do it with this panel and be able to see you guys as much as possible. Um, so if you could, if you've got a webcam, make sure your webcam is on. That way I can see you and the other participants can see you as well. And uh, I'm going to be checking in throughout the course of the session. I'm going to be checking in and asking, you know, what are your goals? What are you working on right now? What are your thoughts? What are your takeaways? And while I like to see comments in chat, I prefer to hear it audibly. That way we can pretend like we're all sitting together at my office in Miami and we're in a small room and we can have a, a live conversation. So if you're okay with that, if you're okay with making this interactive, having your webcam on, unmuting yourself where possible, just put a one in the comments for me. Um, that way I know that we're all playing the same thing. Or unmute real quick and say yes just give me a, an audible yeah. yes yes yeah yeah, no yeah. Yes. awesome thank you guys i appreciate that so here's the plan for the session and again this won't be as much of a teach session as usual it's going to be more of a workshop um if we don't do anything else on this session and if all we get done is we help you set clear goals and targets for the year I will feel like this is a productive session, right? Because without goals and without clarity of targets, you're going to wind up chasing your tail. You're going to wind up chasing down uh, shining objects. So that's my main focus is make sure that we've got a clear outcome for the year and a clear process to track. Like here's where I'm going to be and break it down by quarter broken down by month. So that's the first thing we're going to focus on. From there, we're going to we're going to look at the key performance indicators, which is okay if the goal is to get my agency to 1.5 million dollars by the end of the year and I'm currently at half a million, what's that going to take? How many new clients will I have to land? How many strategy sessions will I have to conduct? What will my average client value retainer need to be in order to make that a reality? So we want to make it very specific. Um, and I want to spend some time um, auditing your current business model, right? There's lots of different agency models out there, right? You could be doing um, a generalist agency. You could be doing project work. You could be doing funnel builds. Uh, or you can have a retainer-based model. Um, I found a very specific model that works best to accelerate growth. Um, and so we're going to spend some time looking at your current business model and auditing. Hey, this is what you've got. Maybe that's going really well. Here's where there are some tweaks you could make that could accelerate things. Um, that way you can kind of retweak or remodel a little bit going into the new year. And then we're going to map out a plan. And you walk away with a very clear plan. Okay, here's, here's what I need to do month over month, week over week, day over day to hit my goals and targets to, to make 2022 a great year. So just give me a yes in the comments if this sounds like a good agenda. And if we can get this done, this will be a productive use of your time. All right, cool. It's going to bring this over so you guys can see lots of yeses. All right, so this is the plan, right? I'm not going to do a ton of teaching. I'm just going to make sure we walk away with these key things in place. 
Jake says, I don't have an agency yet. That's fine. This will give you a great foundation if you're thinking about starting an agency um, to make sure you put your best foot forward um, going, uh, going into, the, into the new year or whenever you do decide to get that agency off the ground. So a couple ground rules. I talked about this briefly, but here's what I'm gonna ask from you guys. I'm gonna ask that you be here now, right? You've dedicated this time right before the end of the year, right before the holidays to focus on your plan, to make sure that you've got a great strategy to go into the new year. Let's give this our undivided attention. I've got an hour and 30 minutes blocked off for this. So let's just shut everything else down. Let's close the other tabs, right? I know we've got Facebook open and maybe we've got Gmail open um, on our multiple screen monitors. Let's close that. Let's turn off the cell phone and let's give this our undivided attention. The other thing I'm going to ask for you to do is to be an active participant, right? I'm going to ask you to put on your participant hat. And what we're about to do is, is some strategy stuff. We're going to do some planning stuff. And you might think to yourself, you know, I've already got some of this planning done. Well, I've already kind of got my goals fleshed out for the year. I've already kind of thought some of this through. That's great. More power to you. I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't done some level of planning for your agency at this point in the year. Think of this as the opportunity to go deeper and to flesh this out further. Right? Don't just think, okay, well, I'll, I'll look at that later. Or maybe I, you know, I'll, I'll you know, kind of do some of these exercises, but not the others. Plan to participate. And I want to hear from you guys. Unmute real quick. And just say participate if you're okay to participate and really play all out during the hour and a half we've got earmarked. Participate. Excellent. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you unmuting. Again, I'd like to have your webcams on. I'd like to have you speaking out. That way we can hear you, you can hear me, and we can make it a very interactive session. So let's shut out all of the distractions and let the, let's give this our undivided attention. So I, I want to I recap the, the model real quick with you guys, because I think model makes the difference. Like if you've got the right model, it can really change everything in your business. It's going to change how quickly you grow. It can change how fast you accelerate. And so this is the, is the seven-figure agency model, right? And if there's one thing I want for you, it's an agency that, that can scale, Right. And by that, I mean some, a business that provides three key things for you. One that provides money, right? The money that you need to pay the bills, to live their desired lifestyle, to do the things that you want to be able to do. And most of us think money, right? When we think about the new year, we think about, okay, what are my financial goals? What am I going to you know, earn this year? But also want you to remember we want to make sure that it also provides freedom, right? Freedom, which is the ability to not have to work 60 hours a week, to not be constantly doing the next thing, but the freedom to do what you want to do. And yes, obviously that includes work, but the freedom to spend the time with the kids, spend the time with the family, spend the time taking the travels, spend the time doing the things you really want to do. And I want you to anchor back to the reason you probably started your agency wasn't just to make more money. It was so that you could call the shots. It was so that you could have that freedom. And the third thing I'd want is, is impact, right? An agency that 
gives you the sense that what you're doing matters, right? That you're not just going out and, you know, creating a cash grab situation, but where you feel like, hey, look, I'm providing a great service that's helping my clients, helping them grow. I'm building up a team, a community of people that are part of my company, and I'm helping them develop their career tracks. I'm creating more financial resources so that I can you know, maybe take that money and invest it into charitable causes, invest it into things that are going to have a difference on the people that need it the most. And really, that's what I want for you. As you start to think about your business model and you start to think about your plan going into, into this new year, I want you to be thinking along these lines, right? A, a business that provides money, freedom, and impact. Now, I've really found that there's, there's a couple of key things that make that a reality, right? A couple of things that I want to make sure we solve for and that we're thinking about going into 2022. The first is we need a strategy to land clients, right? If we can get new clients coming into our world on a consistent basis, the money takes care of itself, right? And so we have to have a proactive strategy, not to land clients here and there, but to have consistent new clients coming into our world, coming into our lives. From there, we have to deliver results, right? As agencies, this is what we do, right? We build websites, we do SEO, we do pay-per-click, we provide social media, maybe we do email marketing, marketing automation. But at the end of the day, we exist to deliver the goods, to make it rain, to get results for our clients, right? So we have to deliver results. And I find that when you do this in the right way, when you deliver results in a scalable way, you can create the freedom that you're after. And then the third thing that we have to do, the third, the third key project that really makes this possible is we have to retain, right? We have to be able to retain the clients that we get long-term. Otherwise, we're taking one step forward, one step back. We feel like we're chasing our tail in a lot of different ways. So if we want a business that can scale, a business that provides the money, the freedom, and the impact that we're after, we've got to solve for these key things. We've got to have a strategy to land clients on a consistent basis. We've got to deliver world-class results in a scalable way. And then we've got to retain the clients that we have. And there's, there's a couple of key projects that go into each of these. I unpack these in depth in the book. I'm not going to spend as much time as I normally do on this. But landing clients really boils down to three things, right? we got to fill the funnel, right? New clients, new prospects, raising their hand, expressing interest in our services. We've got to build authority, which is positioning ourselves as the go-to expert, putting out content, putting out information so that people look and say, wow, that person knows exactly what they're doing. I should go hire them. We want to build authority, really reduces our sales resistance. And then we have to have a sales process. Ideally, we want sales process mastery where we can take prospects that are interested, that raise their hand, show them, hey, look, here's where you're, you're looking to go. Here's where there's issues with what you're doing today. Here's what we can do. Let's get started, right? And they, and they sign up for our services. A lot of stuff goes into all of these, but the reality is if you can fill your funnel, build authority, and have a great sales process, landing clients becomes easy, and you'll have all of the financial resources you need to live your desired lifestyle, right? To, to really do whatever you want to do and not have to worry about, can I afford that, you know, which is, which is really a, a beautiful thing.
In terms of delivery and really like delivering the goods for your clients, key things, right? We've got to choose the model. I want to spend a little bit of time on this today because I think it's important to revisit the model every single year. And the fact is, the wrong model can destroy your success. It can destroy your momentum. Um, my first business, I was selling web design and hosting. It was called Develicom. And I had the wrong model. I was trying to sell a website for $1,500 one-time fee and then 50 bucks a month in hosting. And that model had me running 60 hours a week, chasing down prospects, hustling to build websites with no money to show for it. Like I literally couldn't generate enough money to pay myself. The right model, though, if you choose the right model, being in one niche, delivering a, a systematized offering, it can make all of the difference in the world and having a monthly recurring fee. We'll talk a little bit more about those specifics without going into a ton of depth. Um, the other thing you want to do in terms of delivery and freedom is you want to systematize, right? You can choose to design what you're going to sell in advance. Okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Um, these are the results we can expect to get for the clients. And when you systematize it, you can hand it off and you don't personally have to be the one clicking any of the buttons. Like you can hire a team, you can train a team and you can literally have yourself outside of that. That's where this freedom part really comes to play. And then number three is we got to build team, right? A seven figure agency isn't built on the back of you doing everything yourself. It's built on a team of people that are helping on all of these different areas. Really, to have a, a business that scales, you want to not have to do any of it, right? Ideally, first thing you get out of is operations. You get the client, all of the work that has to be done, setting up the website, building the directories, ordering the content, right? Move yourself from that. Secondarily, you want to get yourself out of account management, right? Talking to the clients, managing the relationships, doing the, the work that requires to, to keep them on board. But then eventually, really where you'd like to see it from a team perspective to create freedom is someone taking the sales calls, somebody helping to do the marketing so you're not doing it all yourself. Really, when you do this well, you can remove yourself from the day-to-day -day and provide amazing, tangible results for your clients. And then retain, right? We have to retain the clients. If we can't keep the clients with us long-term, again, we feel like we're taking one step forward, one step back. There's no sustainability to that. Um, three key things really to, to, to retain at a high level. First of all, we want to kick off with a bang. The way you onboard a client makes all the difference in the world. So if you can really create a world-class onboarding experience, say, hey, thank you, send them something in the mail, capture the details in a great way, that first experience, the first week, really will set the pace to whether they're with you 12 months down the road in most cases. You have to have great communication rhythm, right? If they're going to stay with you month over month, you need to be able to show them, hey, here's what we did this month. Here's the results. Here's what we're working on. Here's some homework for you. You want to have a consistency to that communication process. And then finally, is you have to see the vision. The number one reason a client leaves is perceived indifference. They feel like you don't really care about them. You're not really paying that much attention. Um, they're just a number. The second reason is they feel like you've taken them as far as you can go. 
right? They feel like, okay, you said this is what you're going to do. You did it. And they're not seeing what's happening next. And there's so much competition. There's so many other people that want their business that are calling them every single day. It's easy for them to say, oh, I got I to gotta switch lanes. So you got to constantly be seeding the vision. Hey, here's some new thing we're working on. Here's where we're going next. Here's what we're going to implement for you to keep things going. And when you get this done right, you have a great kickoff. You've got great communication rhythm with the clients and you're seeing the vision as to what's coming next, you'll retain. And when you retain, you know that you're having an impact because those clients aren't sticking with you just for the fun of it. They're sticking with you because you're generating a tangible, measurable result. And so this is, this is the model. You know, there's a lot of things that go into building a successful digital marketing agency. But the reality is if you can land clients, deliver great results and retain those clients long-term, you've got a great chassis to, to build from. And so I just want to give you a quick minute, you know, it's kind of traffic light yourself on, on this. What do you need the most help with right now? Where is it in your business going to 2022 you need to focus on? And I do find that it kind of goes in this linear fashion. You know, if you're not landing clients, like you don't have a consistent flow of new clients coming into your world, this is probably the emphasis, right? Maybe it's landing clients, it's filling the funnel. Once you've got consistency of those clients coming in, then it's usually like, what do I, you know, I need to focus a little bit more on my, my systems, my procedure, and my team. Um, and then ultimately, you know, maybe you've got this humming, but clients are still churning out at the bottom uh, and you're not retaining at the level you should, then it's probably heavy emphasis on something here. Maybe it's the communication. Maybe it's the account management strategy. So I just want to give you guys a quick sec. If you could in the comments for this, like what are the, what are the key things as it relates to your model that you need the most help with as you start looking at 2022? Capturing leads. Favor says leads to get clients. Joey says systems and processes. Jeff, great to see you getting clients consistently. Landing clients is number one for John. April, clients. Okay, so a lot of landing clients, and that's that's normal, right? It's first thing you gotta solve for is landing the clients, right? Then it's delivering, and then it's retention. Excellent. I wanted to start there because I think it gives us a great a great foundation and the kind of the big picture of what we need to solve for when we think about what we need to focus on in our in our agencies. And I do like to talk a little bit about business model fundamentals because as I said before, my first business in the digital marketing world failed. I had to shut it down. I had to go get a regular job. And it was predominantly not because of my sales ability. It wasn't because of effort. It was just because I had, I had a bad model. And so what I'm going to suggest and what I found to be the, the most scalable model, the, the quickest way to, to, to grow is to be in one particular niche, right? As opposed to serving all businesses, choose a niche, right? Our, my agency, plumbing and HVAC SEO, our niche is plumbing companies. Like that's what we do. We only work with plumbing and HVAC companies and working with that type of business, we were able to scale to over $400,000 in monthly recurring revenue at this point. We made the Inc. 5,000 list of fastest growing companies in the United States. And so it could be, I'm going to work with Bonnie. I'm going to work with chiropractors, right? I know you're on the line. Cody, I know you work with real estate agents. Be in one niche. Choose one niche to become the expert, the specialist in. Secondarily, I mean, I believe recurring revenue is the only way to go. Like rather than selling projects, even if you've got big projects, just... This is my package. It's $2,000 per month. 
I believe that that's what you need to get this result in this niche. That's what you sell. And something magic happens when you sell a recurring program greater than $1,000 per month. Like just things really start to accelerate. And so I would suggest no one-off payments, no check payments, no partial deposits, and a monthly fee greater than $1,000 per month. All of the agencies that I've worked with over the years that have had accelerated growth have embraced this process. Usually the number's less than this, it becomes really hard to grow and scale. And now it's not lost on me that a lot of you guys have either been through Roadmap Live, you've read the book, so this isn't new information, but it's great going into the new year to just audit this for a quick minute. And so on your, on your worksheet there, there's a, a business model audit that I'd love to have you do. And what I want you to do with this is just kind of look at the current situation. In terms of your niche, are you in a lot of niches or are you in just one, right? Maybe this is something to say, hey, look, somehow or another, I started taking on these additional niches and now I'm too busy and I'm reinventing the wheel for every client. Maybe it's time to refocus and redouble down on a niche. In terms of what you're selling to clients, what does it look like today? What are you selling? Do you have a bunch of different a la carte options? Are you basically telling the client, hey, whatever you need, I'll do it? Um, or do you have like a, a specific program, one core program that you sell again and again, maybe with a high level and a, and a drop down? What's your monthly fee? First of all, is there a monthly fee or is it a one-time option? And then is that number greater than a thousand, right? And it's always great here in the, at the beginning of a new year to think about, hey, maybe it's time to increase that fee. Like we started our agency selling websites, SEO for a thousand bucks a month. And we grew it little by little, year over year. And now we're at about $3,000 per month is our, our core program. So that might be something to think about, that, that monthly fee. And then are we doing recurring or are we doing projects, right? That's really important to think about, really important to consider. And so on your worksheet, I'm going to play a quick video, but I'd love to have you guys just do this audit, thinking about this going into the, into the new year. because you're just looking at an audit of the current situation. Guys, is my audio coming in okay? I think I somebody mentioned maybe my audio is a little bit, it's all right? It's coming in, but it's all wanky. So there's times that it'll reverb or break up and, and whatnot on it. Okay. Thanks for the heads up. That's weird. So while you guys are working on that audit in the first page, fine for me. Seems a little too hot, says Ken. Okay. Good to know. So I'm just gonna do a quick video. And then we will dive into the, the planning. 
So this is a good example of getting the model right and kind of the difference it can make. Well, the one I want to call up now is Alan Hillsberg. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Really, really excited about your, your progress and your journey. Thank you. This is the Transition to Significance wow. Award. Wow. Um, when Alan, when Alan first came to our office, three was it three years ago? Stay up here for a uh, second. 2000, <laughs> April 2015. 2015. 2015. He was he was trying to figure it out. He he came through the process. He chose his niche, and just watching him blossom to a, a legitimate seven-figure agency in the in the funeral home space has been has been amazing. Would love if you can kind of share your your story a little bit with with the group. Sure. Um, I started this in uh, 2015. I was doing SEO, doing SEO for everyone. And um, at the time, I was uh, working with the restaurant, doing really well for the restaurant, um, getting them visibility on a Tuesday afternoon. We implemented strategies that were really helping the restaurant grow. And the attorney for that restaurant came to me and he said, Alan, can you help me with my attorney practice? And I said, sure. So what I did, I'm going to put this down. This is heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> so I said, sure. Um, uh, so what I did was I've taken the same strategies I used for the restaurant and applied it to the attorney. And the results were mediocre at best. And my, my strengths are in sales. And I was bringing on clients, but I was also losing them. Because, you know, being... You know, working with so many different industries, you really don't uh, uh, capture that special, specialized knowledge that you need to really help them grow. And that's why a lot of companies are not happy with their marketing. Because if you're working with a dentist and a doctor and an attorney and a clothing boutique, you're, you're just never going to get to know that business the way you really should know them. And you're not going to help them. And what, what happened with the attorney, he was paying me on a monthly basis, but I started to guess what would be the best strategies to work for him. So at the same time, uh, I ran into uh, Josh. I, I saw some type of webinar where I saw this guy working with only plumbers. And the guy was making a quarter of a million dollars a month at the time. And I couldn't get it. I couldn't wrap my head around it. I said, how is this guy working with one niche and making that kind of money? You know, in my mind, I just picture the plumber with his white truck go fix a clogged toilet or a leaky faucet. And at the end of the week, if he had $50 left in his pocket, he was going to the neighborhood bar. You know, he wasn't, you know, putting that into marketing. So I couldn't figure out how this guy was doing it. So I got lucky. I, I, I went to one of his uh, webinars and uh, he said to me, and I, I remember he, he pointed out um, uh, a website, uh, InfoUSA. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know, you go into InfoUSA, type in plumbers, you'll get 120,000 or so like that. He goes, but now type in 120,000 plumbers that are making a million dollars a year. That list goes from 120,000 down to like something like eight, 7,000 plumbers. Because that is my market. Somebody that is doing a million dollars a year is doing $83,000 a month. All right, they can afford to put $2,000 into their marketing each month. So that made me start to think, okay, I've got 100 clients, which is not a lot of clients. I mean, look at a football stadium. They have 50,000 people in a football stadium. 
So 100 clients paying you 2,000 a month, that's $200,000 per month in income. So I got it and I decided that this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be niche specific and um, it was the best decision I've made because when you become niche specific, like for me, um, every day now for the last four years, the only question that I ask myself when I walk into my office is how can I drive more at need calls to my funeral home clients? And you don't have to be very bright to really, you know, come up with solutions, especially if you're asking that question to yourself each and every day. You, you develop a specialized knowledge in the niche that you focused on. And the cool part about this is that he's going to direct you into choosing a niche that's right for you. And, that, and then he's going to show you how to scale it. And that's where the money is made. That's where your life could change. And that's why I'm up here today. Just real quick, because we're, we're gonna about to have a, a lunch break. How, how has like growing the business from where you were to where you are now, how's it impacted your life? Like in terms of, you know, it's great to have more money, but freedom, let's talk about the whole, the whole equation. Oh man, I was, you know, paycheck to paycheck. I mean, I was charging people $300, $500 to do SEO. It was like eating soup with a fork. You ever try to do that? You're, you're busy, but you're still hungry. And that's what it was like. That's what it was like. And I wanted very, very much to get out of that. And, uh, you know, I've got a big family. You know, I don't know if any of you have got a big family, but try booking a flight during Christmas for six to go anywhere. Yeah. Okay, just the flight alone. You couldn't go anywhere. It just, it just year after year, it was just a struggle. And uh, now, it's gotten to the point where I, it, and it's, it really is a wonderful fan, uh, uh, feeling to pay your bills and then having a ton of money every month left over to invest to do whatever the hell you want. I mean, pretty much. I mean, I, I've gotten to the point where um, I could do whatever I want. And uh, I mean, it, it's great. I, I'm doing this, my big why is my family. Uh, my kids are, um, I have two kids that are now in college. They're not, they don't have any loans paying it off. It doesn't matter. My wife, my, my daughter is having a sweet 16. Uh, it's, it's a ridiculous amount of money. It, <laughs> just, it, it's not a sweet 16. I was telling them back, it's a wedding, you know, and I just, it really, it's, it's, but, but it's, it's really nice to be able to afford anything that you want and go wherever you want to go and have that financial freedom to do what you wish. So I think that's just a solid example, right, of choosing a model that can scale, going from being a generalist to being a specialist, going from you know anybody to a specific niche, choosing to do $1,000 or more in monthly recurring revenue. Um, I, can, I can show lots of videos like that of agencies that have made this decision to choose their model and have seen accelerated growth within their business. So hopefully you had a chance to look at your model, make some, some adjustments. Um, does it, can anybody unmute and kind of point to maybe one thing that they're going to change in their model going into 2022? 
Yeah, hey Josh, it's me. Um, so for me, as you know, and most of the people in the group know, I'm I'm still I'm with Vendasta, but to make it really work, I'm I'm kind of following your process. And so um, I purchased my Cairo domain, and I think that what I'm going to change is to focus on. Uh, the packaging be it to have one more program and to not the pricing to not for it be like $300 or $200, but really have um, around the thousand dollars and to create that recurring monthly revenue that you were talking about. So I'm more focusing on that for 2022 and creating webinars and the funnels being right in the go high level, all of that. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Perfect. That's exactly what we want. Let's increase the monthly fee. Let's be in one particular niche and um, excellent. Hopefully all of you guys have that. And the next thing I want to do is I want to get into the goals and the targets, right? Because now we kind of audited the model. Ideally, maybe we found a couple of things to improve. Maybe we have to rework the model altogether. Um, but assuming that's, that's in place, um, really... I'm a big believer that success is goals, all else is commentary, right? And that, it's a quote from Brian Tracy and really true, right? If you're not clear on here's where I'm going right now, here's where I want to take the business in the next 12 months, then it's easy to get lost in, um, in minutia, right? Some new training comes out and you go, go down a path. You're going to learn some new shiny object. Um, and so you want to be clear on your goals and focus on that so you don't wind up in commentary. Um, and I really believe that clear goals it gives you the ability to create your own win and your own momentum, right? I've dealt with a lot of agencies where, um, you know, they got to a certain level, 30,000, 50,000 a monthly recurring, but they just kind of got stuck and they couldn't figure out why can't I get momentum? Why can't I move forward? It's because they haven't paused and reset. Okay, well, now I'm at this level. What's the next level? What am I going to do next? And built a plan around it. And so a simple framework for this that I found to be really powerful is, first of all, have written goals, right? Clearly, don't just think about something. You know, A goal without a plan is just a wish. So have it written down. Have a plan to accomplish it. I really think you want to have a one-year goal. Okay, here's where I want to go by the end of the year. That's what we're going to do today, 2022. Where will we be? How many clients? How much recurring revenue? That needs to be front and center. But then you also want to break that down quarterly because your mind can stick with it for an entire year. Um, you know, our minds can think in, in like 90-day increments, 30-day increments. Um, that's why so many times if you set a New Year's resolution, I'm going to lose weight. Um, I'm going to save a certain amount of money. 21 days later, you've forgotten all about it. That goal is a, you know, a, lost, a lost wish. Um, so that's why we want to take the annual goal. We want to break it down by quarter. We want to break it down by month. And most important, you know, in this goal setting framework is we have to have a stopping point. A, a point where we pause and say, okay, well, that was the goal for the year. That was the goal for the quarter. That was the goal for the month. How did we do? Did we hit the goal? Are we on track? Are we off track? Because if you don't consciously pause and reflect, goal setting becomes a waste of time, right? Because like, okay, I set a big goal, uh, you know, and you forget that you, what the goal was, you forget the target you were shooting for. Um, and when you have this type of process at the end of the month, we're going to stop. What was the goal? Did I hit it? Yes. I didn't hit it. Okay. What missed? Did I not do this? What activity did I miss? What could I have done differently? What lessons could I learn and have some accountability what happens is you, you're wasting energy. But once you start to do this and you can get consistent at setting a goal, doing the work and actually accomplishing the outcome, 
you start to develop what I consider to be the most powerful muscle. And that's the power of manifestation, the ability to set targets and bring things into reality. Um, and so I want to help you guys map this out. So again, um, if you're watching this on the replay, you can go to sevenfigureagency.com slash plan, uh, or you can hop on the link that's in the workbook. And what we want to do is just let's set some goals. Let's set some targets. Let me share my screen because this will be a lot easier for you to see uh, from my screen and from this screen. So hold on one sec. And so this is our workbook. Here's what I need you guys to do. As opposed to trying to work on the one that's here, which obviously you wouldn't be able to, what I need you to do is go file, make a copy. This is the up top left-hand corner, make a copy, and then rename it. 2022 Agency Growth Plan Dash. And then let's just rename it your company name and your name. So like plumbing and HVAC SEO, Josh Nelson, right? What this will do is it will make a unique copy specifically for you that's on your Google Drive that you can edit, that you can modify. Um, and I recommend creating... A, a folder on Google Docs for this. Call it 2022 planning, call it seven figure agency if you want, um, drop it in there. That way you can revisit this, right? You wanna create a plan that you're revisiting, you're going back to and that you're actually working. Um, so give me a one in the comments once you've got this copied and you get your own version, it's already renamed um, and you're ready to press forward. Cool, lots of, lots of ones coming in. You guys are with me. If you get stuck, if you if you like are unclear at any point, since I'm running forward, be sure to tag. Um, be sure to tag Ed. Ed is on. He's here to support. You can you can tag Ed. It's he's named himself Ed Dash Seven F A Team, and he'll he'll help you out. Okay, so we already know what the objectives for today are. We know what we're trying to accomplish. We reviewed the model. Hopefully you can check mark all of this stuff. I promise it will make 2021 easier and more efficient. We've did the audit, kind of looking at what our current situation is, what the ideal situation is. Now let's get into the goals. So if you scroll down to where it says 2022 starting point, what I want you to do first is let's get a snapshot of the current situation, right? Goals without saying, here's where I was and here's where I want to go aren't that effective. So let's start there. What's the current monthly recurring revenue? And how many clients do you have on retainer? Just enter that on your sheet. And this will help you create a nice clean starting point, a nice clean snapshot to, um, to build from. And give me a one in comments. This should be easy. Um, but for some of us, you know, maybe we got to look this up in QuickBooks or look this up over in you know, high level or something. Um, but give me a one once you've got the snapshot in. It's just simple. We're just trying to figure out how many clients do we have when we start the year and how much recurring revenue. All right, Don, Favor, John, Arthur, Gerald. All right, perfect. So we've got some of these, some of you guys have this. Uh, Vibke, not counting one-off projects. Yeah, we're looking for monthly recurring, which means if we didn't sell anybody new, how much money will come in next month, right? Assuming the client doesn't cancel and, and, you know, so that's what we're looking for. Okay, now what we're gonna do is we're gonna plot this out on a sales retention tracking sheet. So you've got a link inside your workbook that says tracking. What this will do is open up a, a Google sheet. I tried to do this in the absence of the sheet in the past and found it almost impossible for people to track along. Um, formulas and automation make life so much easier. 
So let's get that open and do the same exact thing. Drop this into your same folder, go file, make a copy, and then just rename it, sales retention tracking sheet dash, you know, your company name, dash your name. So this is where the participant hat comes into play, right? It's, this isn't one that you're gonna wanna just sit and listen to me talk. This is one where you wanna, you wanna plug into this, you wanna do this work live in the moment. So give me a one, just and that helps me make sure I'm not going too fast. A one in the comments once you've got your copy, all right, good. So let me walk you through it because it it's self-explanatory, but it's also a little bit confusing. Um, so kind of watch, jump back to my screen, make sure you're watching me as I do this. Um, first thing you want to do is delete this little image that says to make a copy. Second thing we want to do is we want to put in here our, our starting point, whatever that was. How many clients, just the part that's in white, how many clients do you have right now? How much recurring revenue? So that is what you want to do first. And then right here in the in the red, what we want to put in is what's our average monthly fee. So if you're at 750, you put 750, or if you're at five grand, you put five grand. Uh, for us, it's 25, 2490, let's just say. And then if a client cancels, how much revenue do you lose? So if you if you if they basically cancel and they go away outright, then you'd put 2490, right? If you've got some kind of maintenance plan they drop to and you lose, you know, they dropped the 500 in this case, then you'd, you'd say, well, every time we lose a client, we lose about two grand in MRR. This just helps you kind of create some projections and helps you kind of create some idea what, what that's going to look like. So that's all we need to do right now is kind of what that starting point is. How many clients, how much recurring revenue, and what these two numbers in red are, average fee and average churn. Hopefully everyone's tracking along. Give me a one if, you're, if you've got this done and you're kind of ready to move to the next step. Excellent. Okay, so down here at the bottom, it says tracking, sales tracking 2022. I want you to click on that tab. And it should match over here on the left, what your starting point is. And what I want you to do is on the goal tab, is basically for every month, there's a goal, an actual, and a delta. So you don't need to do anything with actual. That's going to be updated as the year goes on. Delta is just going to help you figure out how far you are from accomplishing the goal. Are you on track or are you off track? Um, really what you want to update is just two things. How many clients you plan to land on a month-by-month -month basis and how many you anticipate losing. In our agency, we've kind of historically always brought on between five and seven new clients per month. 
Um, and we've typically retained at about a 97% monthly retention rate. Um, so, you know, if you've got 10 or more clients, maybe you'll lose one client per month. If you've got 50 or more clients, you know, maybe you lose two or three per month. If you've got zero, then you don't need to anticipate anything, right? But it's really important once you get past 10 clients to have some anticipation for churn because churn is going to happen if you set goals without expecting some level of client cancellation. Um, you're going to wind up off track and your goals won't, won't, won't drive. So realistically, you know, looking at your true track record, how many clients on retainer are you bringing on on a monthly basis? Um, and then I want you to plot that out over the year. Um, if you haven't landed any, probably January, February is like between one and three. You can't go much larger than that um, because like I showed in you in the model, to, to really get momentum, you've got to fill the funnel, right? You got to put out content, you got to do cold outreach, you got to get raised hands. You know, to get momentum, you need to be having 10 to 15 strategy sessions with ideal prospects on a monthly basis. Um, so what I want you to do is January through February, put a target. And based on your monthly recurring fee, what it's going to do is it's going to help you plot out. All right, well, if you hit those sales numbers, here's where you'll be by the end of the year, right? If you kind of scroll down here to the far left and bottom, all right, four clients per month, put you at 119,000 in monthly recurring revenue and $1.3 million in revenue for the year. So this is just to help you kind of plot that, that course and set goals. But don't just throw five clients in here because I, I've always said, you know, five to seven clients. If you don't have the foundation yet, make it a little bit lower bar and, and kind of scale up to it over time. So you guys should be going in January, February, March, putting in a number between one and 10, probably. Um, if you've got more than that uh, as a track record, go ahead and be more aggressive with it. Um, and then... Anticipate some level of churn, right? If you don't have any clients, then don't put any. But if you're at 10 or more, maybe one client per month, you know, as you get experience and you know, okay, we're losing three to five clients per month, you can know what to put in that block. If you have no idea, leave it blank. You know, just, you know, this is more of an advanced strategy here to be able to anticipate potential churn. Josh, is this, this is just new clients we're bringing on board, not clients that are, so in January, we bring four on, that would take, and say you had six currently, that'd be 10, then February, bring another four on, that's 14, or is it just the four? Just the four, just new. We're just looking for new here, because it's going to add down here, your base clients. So let's say you had four, and you sold four, then it's going to stay, okay, now you've got eight, right? So it kind of accumulates down here in the base clients and base recurring revenue. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. Ideally, I mean, ideally, if you can spend a couple minutes and get this dialed in, you can have a very clear outcome, a very clear, okay, here's where I want to end the year, broken down by quarter. All right, here's where we're going to be by March. Here's where we're going to be by the second quarter. Here's where we're going to be by the third quarter. And there's power in that, right? The first step is to set a goal. The second step is to write it down. And this is your process for writing it down. So give me a one if you've got this kind of fleshed out enough. You're like, okay, I've got the goals and targets in here. Or a two if you're like, no, I need more time. Deb, can you need some more time? John Maurice is good. If you don't put a number, 
I'll assume you're not participating. Jamie won. Teresa needs a few more minutes. How do you break this down if you're selling SaaS? Same thing, just a lower monthly fee, right? I mean, whatever your SaaS number is, maybe it's more clients and a lower monthly fee. That's what you put in chat. Um, Jeff's got a one. Joe's got okay. So lots of ones. Excellent, Paul and uh, Isa. We need a few more minutes. I'm gonna. You guys keep working on it while I explain a couple things about this sheet. Those of you that need more time. So if you click down here under. Uh, starting point and quarterly targets. What this does is it, it takes in where you're at by the end of March, where you're at by the end of June, where you're at by the end of July, according to your goals. And so you've got a quarterly target that you can look back on. Remember I said we want to have an annual goal and then you want to break it down by quarters because that's 90 days of you hustling towards a specific outcome. And then you want to break it down by month. Um, and really, that's what the sales retention tracking sheet does. So that's the first thing. You know, on that first tab, you can see here's the goal for the year. Here's how that breaks down by quarter. The next thing is you want to track along with this, right? You need to be able to have some mechanism to say, okay, if the goal is for clients, did I sell for, did I not? Am I on track or am I off track? So this is auto calculating. And you guys have made a copy of this. And this is yours. You can do with it whatever you want. Uh, and don't feel like anybody's like looking over your shoulder on this. But here in sales, you would just add the clients as they come. So let's do like client one came in for 1500 bucks a month. Uh, client two came in for 2250, right? And so as you get the clients, you would plot them there. And what happens is your actuals will automatically update. So for the month of January, we sold two clients for a total of $37.50. Now let's say, oh, you know what? We lost a client. You know, we lost client 553, whatever. And that client was worth $1,500 a month of lost revenue. Now you're, you're, you're going to start to see, okay, here's my goals versus my actuals. Here's how much my base number of clients has changed. Here's how much my recurring revenue has changed. And the delta is the difference. Delta just means what's the difference between the goal and the actual. So if this was midway, you're like, oh, I'm off by two clients. I need two more clients. I need another six grand in revenue to hit my target. Um, so this, this, if you plug into this, will hold you accountable. It will keep you on track. It will keep you clear. All right, I know five clients is the goal. 10,000 a month of recurring is the goal for January. And as you enter it in, you'll be able to see on track or off track. One of the most powerful things you can do is give yourself a, a check-in to be like, okay, I set a goal, but I, did I hit it or did I not? And reorganize yourself and your team. So your whole team knows this is where we're going. This is the target. And they know that you're going to stop at the end of the month and say, hey, high fives around. We did it. On to the next. Or, hey, we didn't. Let's re rethink. What did we miss? Did we not get enough strategy sessions? Did we not position ourselves enough? What could we have done differently to hit that target? Hopefully this makes sense. Give me a give me a yes if you're clear on this, um, and this is helpful. Yes, lots of yeses. Excellent, good. This is our first step, right? We want to have a clear goal and a and a clear target that we can we can organize towards. A great example of, of this process in play um, is a good friend of mine, Brian Kaskavalsian from G4 Marketing Group. Um, he had grown his agency to 60,000 in monthly recurring revenue. 
great, great business, but he was stuck there for like two years. And we were meeting every month and we were kind of checking in, hey, how are things coming? And he's just stuck at 60,000 a month of recurring. Um, at the beginning of the year, what we did was we sat down and we plotted this sales retention tracking sheet. Um, and over the next couple of years, it just accelerated his growth because every month, every quarter, his team knew, okay, well, this is the goal. This is what we're striving for. And it was, it was a, a direction that they tracked against. Um, and fast forward to now, he's at 375,000 a monthly recurring revenue doing almost $4 million per year. Uh, just a quick, quick feedback from Brian on how this process has power. Well, hey, this is Josh Nelson with the Seven Figure Agency, and today I'm with Brian Kaskabalsian from G4 Marketing Group, runs a highly successful seven-figure, multiple seven-figure digital marketing agency. Uh, Brian, if you had one tip on how you were able to grow your agency to multiple seven figures, what would it be? So the one tip I'll give you is actually what he gave me. He gave me clarity and he gave me focus. It was that one damn spreadsheet that you gave me that changed everything because we put out our, our numbers and we knew month after month, every month, what our target number was in new monthly recurring revenue, and we knew exactly where we were based on our gains and our losses. That one thing that I got from this guy right here is a game changer. Awesome. Be clear, be focused. Great, Brian, thanks for sharing. You got it. All right, so you guys have your goals, you have your targets. The question is, would you use this, right? If, you know, having this written down on a spreadsheet, if you don't check in and write, here's the clients we won, here's the clients we lost, and do the check-ins, it won't have much power for it. So just give me a yes or a why in the comments. If you commit to monthly keep this on track and to keep yourself accountable, awesome. I got a lot of yeses coming in, a lot of yes, heck yes, I'm using this on a daily, um, on the daily and for our team meetings. Beautiful. I promise you, if, if all you take away from the session is this, got my goals and I'm tracking myself towards my activities, this will absolutely have an impact going into the new year. So we, we've got our goals. The next thing we want to think about are what are our KPIs, right? What are we actually going to need to measure against to see if we're going to get there or not? Because a, a goal is something that's like, Here's where we want to go. But we can only look at goals kind of retrospectively. Oh, did I hit it or did I not? KPIs, key performance indicators, or leading indicators, are things that if you do these things, you will probably hit that goal. Um, and so I'm just going to hop back into the sheet here. And I want to have you guys go to this document right here, back to your sales retention tracking sheet. And I really think that the, the most important KPI that will tell you whether you're going to be on track to hit this goal, whatever it is, or not, is going to be the amount of strategy sessions that you have in place. So if we come back here to the KPI projector, so down here on the bottom, and we look at, okay, how many new clients did you say you were going to get? It could be three, could be five, could be 10, could be 20 if you're doing SaaS. How many clients? And then what's your average closing ratio from an appointment? So somebody says, yeah, I'm interested. You meet with them. You take them through your sales process. You ask for the business. For every one of those, what percentage wind up saying, yes, let's do it? What, what percentage wind up giving you a credit card authorization to move forward? So you would just plot this in. It will help you figure out what that KPI is. So let's say my goal is to sell six clients a month, and our team is converting at 35%. 
That tells me I need at least 17 strategy sessions per month, 17 appointments with prospects in my niche. If we have 17 and we close at 35%, we'll get our six clients. So what we're really tracking towards on a, on a monthly basis with our sales team in this case is 17, 17 appointments. And what I would put that up on a big KPI board visible in front of me and say, okay, we've had one, we've had two, we've had five, right? And if we're on track to get our 17 strategy sessions, then we'll be on track to get our six new clients. So I'd just love to hear from you guys in the comments here, like what is your KPI? How many strategy sessions are you going to need in order to hit your target? Sam says, great spreadsheet, good, glad you gave you value. Uh, Vibke needs nine, nine strategy sessions to hit the target. Jamie says, team needs 25 to hit our target. Sheila says 20, excellent. Joey says 25. Pasta says nine, Jeff needs eight, Paul needs nine. Okay, great. You the key thing is I want you to know that the, number. And I, I want you to make sure that you put that number front and center, right? This, you want to track your sales retention track. You should just see, oh, am I on track or am I off? And you want to track your KPIs. How many strategy sessions are we getting? If you don't get enough strategy sessions, you absolutely won't hit your target. And here's here's what I found, kind of the the... The number, as I look at agencies in the seven-figure agency that have gone to high six figures, gone to seven figures, multiple seven figures, usually the barometer, the low barometer that you want to be shooting for is 15 strategy sessions per month. For some reason, that's a magic number. Even if you get a low close ratio, even if you only close 20%, let's just say, that would still be at least three new clients per month. Um, and someone here, let me just scroll up here. Benchmark for Herman asks benchmark for closing ratios. The industry average for agencies is 12%. That's the average, uh, but that's bringing in, you know, your reach local reps and your scorpions and people that are just completely reliant on cold calling and in not a niche. I think if you're niche focused and you've got an inbound process where prospects are kind of landing on your calendar and they're pre-positioned to buy, uh, I think a good benchmark would be like 30 to 45%. Um, I've, you know, I've heard of people closing at 70 and 80%. Uh, realistically though, if you really track this, probably somewhere between you know, 25 and 35%. So, so 15 is a good number to shoot for. If we want five clients per month, which is a great, you know, kind of a great target, then we need 16 strategy sessions. And if we can close at 35, 30%, that gets us there. Give me one if that makes sense, if, we're, if you're clear on, on this. So we've got goals, we've got targets, we've got a spreadsheet to track. Okay, here's my goals. Here's where I know we're trying to go. Uh, and then I've got KPIs. Here's what we need to shoot for, right? Make that fun and center. The next thing we want to do is, is to build some type of action plan, which is, okay, what do I need to do to get 16 strategy sessions per month, right? That's usually where people struggle. It's like, yeah, I know I need strategy sessions, but what do I need to do? What's the activity? Um, and so I'm going to walk you guys through some key things. This is in your workbook. I want you to have an action plan, which is what are the things you're going to do daily? What are the things you're going to do weekly? What are the things you're going to do monthly that will move you towards that outcome. So, so foundation, we need a prospect list, right? We need a list of prospects that we're gonna be reaching out to 
in our niche. So if you're working with chiropractors, like Bonnie is a great example. She's chosen chiropractors. She signed up for Coldlytics. She bought that list, right? So we need a list. One way or the other, we need a list that we can email to, we can prospect to, we can mail to, we can get out in front of. Um, ideally, we want to kind of drill down to a dream 100, which would be our top prospects. Out of that big list, what are 100 that we can really put emphasis behind it. We can put focus behind it. We can really get omnipresent with, be in their inbox, be in their mailbox, be on their social feed, be on their, at their events and where they hang out. We want to join the association or associations within our niche. Um, like we work with plumbing companies, one of our accelerators, one of the things that really moved us forward quickly was Yes, we got a list and we started cold outreaching, but we also joined the National Association of Plumbing Contractors. And we were able to say, hey, we're associate members. And we got to start to become known in that industry. We got to draft on affinity. So I really want to encourage you in your niche, find the association, join it. Um, get your CRM and marketing system in place, ready to roll, right? Whether it's high level, which is what I recommend, um, or active campaign or infusion software, whatever you use, you want to have a system with the names and prospect details and an engine that's touching your prospects, that's warming them up and an inbound funnel where people can opt in and kind of get warmed up in your world. Um, I think you want to have a niche specific website, which is Instead of clicklocal.net, plumberseo.net, which is specifically for plumbers. Uh, Arthur says, is HubSpot good? Yeah, I think HubSpot is, is very good. Um, a little bit more costly, not as flexible in terms of your ability to put clients into it. Um, just a different, a different platform altogether. You want to have a funnel for scheduling appointments and opt-ins, right? You want to have what we call the ultimate agency funnel, an opt-in magnet that somebody's like, hey, I want that a place for them to request it and get added to your system, added to a nurture sequence. And then you want to make sure that you've got a funnel where somebody can pick a time on your schedule, get the reminders and get warmed up leading into the, into the, um, into the appointment. A couple of you guys are asking about high level. Yeah. It's, if you go to, if you go to seven figure agency slash high level, that's my affiliate link. And if you use that, you'll be able to get some of our snapshots and things. Um, and then you want to update your social profiles, right? If you're serious about your niche agency, then, you know, when I go to your Facebook page, I should see, hey, I specialize in helping this niche get this result, right? Should be on your LinkedIn saying that. Should be on your Instagram saying that. You're going to want to have these fundamental things in place so that you can be, you can be positioned. Um, and then extra credit, publish your book, right? The, the, one of the main things that will make you the expert in your space is if you're the published author in your space. So we wrote the, the book, How to Triple Your Sales by Getting Your Internet Marketing Right for Plumbing and HVAC Contractors. Um, actually, I got a copy of it right here. It's not as hard as you think to publish a, a book. And so I really recommend publishing a book because then you can use this as an opt-in. You can use this as something you mail out. You can use this for further positioning. So on your worksheet there, I just want you to kind of pick out, you can't do all of this at once, but like what would be two or three foundational things that you need to put in place? Highlight it, circle it, get it clear in your, in your mind.
when it comes to activities, right? There, you know, there's certain things you want to do that can help to fill the funnel. And so we want to think about the daily activities, the weekly activities, and the monthly activities. Uh, daily, what I suggest is at least three move forward conversations. So that means either emailing, calling, social messaging, as many prospects as you need to until three give you some level of interest. Yeah, I'd be interested in looking at a video. Yeah, I'd be interested in a, in a quick conversation to hear how you can help. I think activity-wise, if you're not hitting your 15 strategy sessions per month from inbound, you want to be doing proactive outbound activity. So I say attempt to connect with at least 25 prospects per day. You would call them, social message them, LinkedIn connect, connect with them. And when you do that activity daily, you're going to build up your email list. You're going to build up your prospect list of people that you've connected with on social media. And you're going to get some responses. You're going to get some people that are saying, hey, this sounds good. Hey, I'd like to learn more about you. Hey, I'd like to you know, schedule a time to learn what you do. That level of activity will move you towards the accomplishment of your 15 plus strategy sessions, which will move you towards your outcome of three to five new clients per month. I want to see your why in comments if you feel like you can do that type of daily activity. We got some yeses, good, excellent. From there, weekly, the kind of the weekly things that I think you should be doing that you want to kind of build into your plan. Um, I'm a big fan of, of laser targeting a city. Um, we call this our one in your city campaign. Choose a city, Dallas, for instance, and put a proactive approach to reach out to all the prospects in that city, letting them know, hey, we're looking to work with a new client in Dallas, and this is what we've done for other clients outside of your area, and we just wanted to connect because we thought you'd be a good fit, right? And you could do this, or as you grow, you could have a VA do this. They run the list. They put them into a campaign. They call. They email. They social message. They get raised hands, and they close out cities on a, on a weekly basis. This is our one-in-the-city approach. It works really well. And then positioning-wise, if you can record one video per week, just an educational-based video, and load it up on Facebook, load it up on LinkedIn, load it up on YouTube, and syndicate it out, you can start to become prolific in your niche, right? And this doesn't have to be long-form content. I'm talking about a quick two-minute tip. Hey, here's a tip on how to make your website convert better. Make sure that you use personality and authenticity. Here's an example of one of our clients. See how this works. Here's how well their site converts. If you'd like more ideas on how to grow your plumbing or HVAC business, um, click here and grab a free copy of my book or grab my free cheat sheet or grab my free guide. It's crazy to think about this, but if you can create one video per week and roll it out on social media, you will be more prolific than anybody else in your space. And it also gives you the ability to nurture your database of emails and the ability to nurture all of those connections that you're making on Facebook and on LinkedIn. James is asking, what's the best time to start planning and getting started? Most businesses are gonna be closed for one and a half, two weeks upcoming. You know, Jamie, they may be closed. That wasn't a question, Josh, that was a statement. Like now is the time to get all this prepped and ready to go. Yes, get to work, yeah. And, and I would say don't not contact prospects, right? You know, more buying decisions happen in the last two weeks of the year 
than most of us realize. Like there's lots of work um, getting done. There's lots of decisions being made, lots of agency changes being, uh, being. You know, this is when they've got some downtime and they're looking at their goals, they're looking at their targets, they're realizing last year wasn't what they wanted and they are gonna be making buying decisions. But yeah, now's a great time to start working on this stuff. So just put weekly, if you feel like, you know, there's lots of things you could do, but if you just did this weekly, You'd be, you'd be getting new appointments. You'd be further positioning yourself. You'd be developing inbound content that's absolutely going to position you. April gave me a weekly. Jeff, great to have you on here. He says, uh, the best time is eight months ago. The next best time is now. 100%. Love it. Love it. Love it. And then there's things we want to do monthly. And what I'm going to suggest is conduct one webinar per month. Even if all you did was one webinar per month and you've got a decent list, this can drive massive momentum for you. And this is a topical webinar. This isn't you doing a pitch webinar. This isn't an automatic repeating webinar. This is like a 30 to 45 minute content webinar on something specific to your, to your niche. So if you work with roofing companies, you're doing a webinar on how to set up your roofing website to convert, or you're doing a webinar on how to get your roofing company ranked on the page one for the most important keywords, or you're doing a webinar on you know, the secrets to getting ranked in the Google map and the three pack in your area. And this isn't as hard as you think, right? If you can send a couple emails out to a database, you can do a couple social posts, you can show up on Zoom, click through a couple of slides, this will create momentum because what it does is it, it shows that you're creating thought leadership, it nurtures your database, and it helps you create new content that you can syndicate. So if you take your four one-week weekly videos and you combine this with your monthly webinar, um, you're just going to have a massive head of steam in terms of positioning going into the new year. And then the next is, is you want to conduct at least one podcast interview and fully syndicate it. So I'm a big fan of podcasts. I know that, you know, home services listen to podcasts while they're driving. Um, I, I know it applies to legal and it applies to medical as well. Um, and there's lots of podcast formats, but one of the most popular and easiest to do in terms of actual, you know, viewership and listenership is interviews. And all you have to do is find successful people in your niche and get them on a podcast and say, hey, I'd love to feature your success. I want to ask you five questions about your, you know, kind of what you're doing and how you've had success. And of course, you can get a lot of people, whether clients or not, that will be willing to do that. Um, and you call it the roofing success podcast or the plumbing success podcast or the concrete success podcast. Um, do a webinar and an interview. You've got two really deep podcast pieces of content that you can syndicate out. Um, there's a billion things you can do activity-wise. If you just did these things daily, weekly, and monthly, you should not have any problem hitting your 15 strategy sessions per month, getting your three to five new clients per month, and positioning yourself as the unquestioned expert and authority in your space. Give me, like, just type A for activity, A for activity in the comments if, if this is clear. Like if you feel like it's helpful, no, like these are the key activities I want to focus on. Awesome. Jamie's asking, what's the one in your niche? So um, one in your niche would be to pick one city and have a, a proactive approach where you're reaching out to that city. So as an example, one of our early clients is Shamrock Plumbing in Orlando, Florida. And we basically got a list of the plumbing companies in Orlando 
we sent out a message. Hey guys in Orlando, we're looking to work with one company. We researched you guys. You seem like you're pretty awesome. You think, I think you'd be a good fit. Here's what we've done for other clients outside of Orlando. We're only going to work with one. If you're interested, shoot me a reply back and let's jump on a call, right? And then doing that via email, via social messenger and all of the backdoor channels and get the people to raise their hand. I want to be the exclusive client in Orlando. You can chip away at cities every, every single month. Um, and this is something that we, you know, that we give to our seven-figure agency members. Like we've got processes and swipe and deploys for, for all of this stuff. So a couple minutes on your worksheet, brainstorm your, your activities. Like which ones we actually do, right? Which ones maybe are you going to do that aren't part of this list? Because it's not lost on me. There are certain things that you might say, hey, I want to add this or I want to add that. Or, I'd like to do this as well. If you can't email, then I would I would social message. Like I would connect with them on social media, and I would once they accept you, I would send them a quick note, right? And I would start the conversation in that way. Give me a one if you're tracking along with me here. This is your this is your action plan, right? So we've got goals, we've got KPIs, and now we're building the action plan. The things that are going to make those goals a potential reality. I also want you to think about advertising initiatives because let's face it, we're digital marketing agencies and we have the tendency not to eat our own dog food. I was like, okay, hey, um, you know, I think you should be doing websites and SEO and paper clip, but I don't do any of that stuff for myself. Um, that's one part. The other part is it actually can be super effective. And so if you're not doing your own advertising, let's get with it, right? I mean, let's make sure we're running an AdWords campaign or a Google Ads campaign specifically to our niche. This is low-hanging fruit, right? Because Google Ads is competitive, but within a very specific niche, like internet marketing for plumbers, how to market your plumbing company online, not a ton of competition for those terms, and you should absolutely be in the game for your particular niche when people are looking for you. Make sure you've got retargeting in place. Like, Make sure if somebody gets to your niche site, that means that they are in your niche and they're interested in something rel related to marketing for internet marketing, um, set up Google ad roll, set up Facebook retargeting, set up perfect audience if you want a more simple mechanism. Do that, and now they're going to see you everywhere because you've got them on the on the pixel, and you can just hit them with case studies, with your, your stuff, with a request to schedule a strategy session. Make sure you get your retargeting on point. Do your own SEO, right? Make sure that your website is keyed in to show up for your niche internet marketing, your niche marketing, your niche keyword research. You know, like think of the different things somebody would type in and make sure you've got a site that's targeting those terms. Not as hard as you think. And if you're creating content on a consistent basis, it's going to position you, right? It's going to move your site up. Because if you shoot one video a week and then you upload it to YouTube and then you get it transcribed and you make a blog post out of it and then you link back to that, from all of the social posts and things, your site's going to start to come up in ranking for those different keywords. Run Facebook ads. You can target, and I, I was a long time not believer in this, but you can target down to very granular niches. You can target plumbing companies. You can target roofing companies. You can target decorative concrete companies. You can use the regular like audience selection criteria, but you can take lists, upload custom audiences, and you can get pretty granular with your targeting on Facebook ads. Um, don't sleep on direct mail. 
Like we're not getting nearly as much mail as we did, but we all get tons of emails. We all get tons of social messages. And so think about you know, incorporating some direct mail into what you do. Mail a copy of your book, mail, mail an interview on DVD or on a thumb drive you know, these days, mail a newsletter out, really become omnipresent in your, in your prospects world. Um, consider exhibiting at industry trade shows and events. Um, you know, in any vertical, there's live events happening across the country every single month, multiple times a year. And there's power in being live and in person with your ideal prospects. And so, you know, find out when those trade show and events happen, get a little booth, be there. This pays dividends. I have yet to have anybody that I've worked with not get a return on investment by getting out live and in person at the events where their where their members are, are, are hanging out. So advertising initiatives, did we come up with a couple advertising initiatives? Give me a one if you have at least one advertising initiative that you'll put into play for your 2022 marketing plan. All right, good. Good, good, good. We're getting some clarity here. Uh, a great example of kind of rolling this whole thing out, and I kind of, I'll do two things here. I'll say, do the daily, weekly, monthly activities. Do some advertising like we've talked about, and you'll create a vortex of activity, right? You're connecting with 500 plus prospects on a monthly basis. If you're just doing the 25 a day, phone, email, social media, you're building up a following. If you're putting out one new piece of video content weekly, dropping it in the email, putting it on social media, you're going to create a ton of inbound activity. Do one webinar per month and syndicate that, promote it to your database, you'll become prolific, right? People will look to you as the thought leader. Interview and interview somebody doing good things in your industry once per month, and you'll, you'll be able to affiliate and associate with that level of success, that level of, of affluence. Um, and then if you add on top of that, that you're going to be doing some Facebook ads, some retargeting and some direct mail, before long, you will become omnipresent in your prospects world, which means they will feel like they're seeing you everywhere. You're in their email, you're on their phone and their voicemail, you're in their social feed, you're on their, on their social inbox and you're in their mailbox and ideally you're at their live events. Just put omnipresence, if you see how if you did this in a niche, targeting a very specific vertical, you can become omnipresent. And when you're omnipresent, prospects really start to come to you. Like, it's not like you're chasing them down. They're like, hey, I saw your stuff. You've been emailing me. You've been contacting me. Hey, I saw you at that last thing. And they start to come to you pre-positioned to buy. And really, that's what we're after. That's where you're going to start to get accelerated growth in your, in your agency. Fantastic example of this is, is Danny Barrera. Um, Danny Barrera works now he works with concrete companies like decorative concrete companies chose the niche committed to the model thousand dollars or plus or more per month one program and then just got really aggressive with his outreach initially you know doing his 25 a day doing the outreach and then kind of positioning himself in the vertical putting up content and, and kind of developing that expert status um, he grew from 23 to $76,000 a month of recurring um, this was back in 2020 um has a $55,000 monthly recurring revenue growth at kind of that point in the year. If you jump forward today, 
Um, I was just talking with Danny earlier this week. Um, he's currently at $150,000 in monthly recurring in that vertical. Um, and there's, you know, there's other people playing in that space. Gerald just said, that's my niche as well. That, that's great. Um, he is expert status. Like he is known in that space. He's at the events. He's on the, on the content um, and he's crushing it. But I want you to see the intermittent step because it's one thing for me to say, hey, let me bring up Danny and let you hear Danny's story where he's at um, $150,000 in monthly recurring. And that's hard for a lot of us to, to kind of stick with. This is an interview I did with Danny when he went from, I guess it was like that $20,000 to the $50,000 mark, um, which the exact tweaks in his mindset that he made, which I think will be really, really helpful. Tell us, tell us like where you were in your agency last year around this time and kind of where you're at. Did you guys hear this one in chat yeah, if you can? Last, last year around this time, I was a generalist taking or trying to get every client under the sun. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you knew this, but contract or SEO agency, I came with that idea because I saw your website, mm -hmm. contractorseo.net, right? Yep. And I saw you ranked, and I told my friends, I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to buy this domain, and I'm actually going to rank it on top of this guy's watch. <laughs> and eventually it did rank. So I, I did get a couple of, of contractors, you know, through, through, through uh, that website and all this stuff. But I was all over the place. No direction, which for me was the biggest game changer. It's like when, when you know where you're going and you have a target and you focus in, in moving that direction, something magical happens and that's what happened to me. So got on, a, uh, on, on one of the coaching calls with Jeff and at that time I had, I, I don't remember exactly how many clients, maybe around five or so, you know, um, between four to $7,000 a month in revenue. And, uh, you know, he probed me. He asked me a, a couple of questions in uh, just regarding what I like to do, you know, what, uh, who I like working with and all that good stuff. Uh, and eventually he's like, hey, why don't you try the concrete guys? Like, you know, the guys that do residential concrete work. So that was the beginning for me. And from there, you know, one step led to another. Um, I just went all in. I just went all in, showed up for the Wednesday calls, and just started executing. Like, I, don't, I didn't care, you know, whether that didn't make sense to me or not. I just started taking action. I took, uh, you know, whatever knowledge I had, you know, from sales and, you know, outreach and all that stuff, and just went all out. Um, and that gave me the momentum to start generating the niche clients. Um, so, yeah, the difference is by probably month three or four, I got rid of all the other clients and just focused on the niche agency. Uh, and, you know, I'm not looking back. Seriously, like, I, yeah, I want to take over that industry as a whole. There's been a ton of resistance uh, for me, and I felt it personally because there's a ton of rednecks, you know, throughout the United States. And that's a majority of, you know, once I start going, yeah, contractors. And, you know, for me, but that, that's a motivation for me. I'm like, I'm going all out. Like, I want these guys to see my face, and they're going to be, you know, it's like you, you know. They're going to have to see your face, all the plumbers, mm -hmm. and they know who you are. Yeah. So, so uh, we did the World of Concrete just last um Two weeks ago, a big, uh, a big expo. The biggest expo for concrete guys, 65,000 uh, construction, industrial construction, concrete guys go there. Uh, and we generated over over 100 leads from that event. Wow. Okay. So, so now I'm having conversations. My pipeline is full right now. Um, in fact, people wanted to book a, a call like today, mm. but I'm here. I'm here. So, <laughs> so that's, that's my journey. Yeah. That's been my journey. Yeah. You mind sharing approximately like where you're at from a recurring revenue perspective? Uh, we passed the 
thousand in recurring revenue. Uh, now, I made more than that mm -hmm. because some clients, you know, were doing little things here Project and there. Action. Right, projects, but 28, 28 and change. That's, That's all this month. Yeah, yeah well done. Well done. So, so there's the, there's kind of the intermittent step. Uh, last year, Danny um, was our agency, our fastest growing agency of the year. Uh, and so I just want you to hear this a little because I think you know, it's one thing to hear practical, okay, here's how it can wor work. Um, and it's good to put it on a spreadsheet, but there's something inspirational about hearing other people do it um, where you start to believe that you can do it yourself. All right, guys. Well, I am here with our 2019 Agency of the Year, Danny Barrera. Um, we kind of stacked up all of our clients or all the members of the Seven Figure Agency based on growth rate, based on pipeline revenue growth. We have a couple of prizes. We awarded the uh, fastest growing, the rookie of the year. Danny was actually rookie of the year last year. Um, and this year, by all stats, he is the, the outright winner of the Agency of the Year 2019. Um, as I see it, 330% year-over-year growth from 2018 to 2019. He grew from 23,000 in a month of recurring to 76,000 in a month of recurring by the end of 2019. That's over 55,000 in monthly recurring revenue growth. Um, he's on pace to be over seven figures going through the end of 2020. And uh, really the momentum and the steam behind him is phenomenal. So since he's not able to join us live and in person at this intensive, uh, I just wanted to get some words from our agency of the year, 2019. Um, you know, tell us, tell us how you feel, kind of give us some insights oh, on how you made yeah. it happen. I, I, I got to tell you, Josh, you know, you, you really caught me off guard. Uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, I don't do this for the awards or anything like that, but all, all I'm saying is uh, coming into this program, if I go back two plus years ago when I was getting started, I, I don't know if you remember, it was the first live intensive I went to and I said, hey, by the end of that year, I'm going to have 75 clients. And you're like, uh, I don't think, you know, that's not a, a, that's not a realistic goal you yeah, know, yeah, to set right. for yourself, but that was a wake-up call for me. And ever since then, I set myself up a goal to, to really continue pushing my own boundaries and my own limiting beliefs in, in, in all the facets because I, I didn't know how to run an agency. That's where I learned coming here. Didn't know how to run an agency the right way. Didn't know how to structure my packages so that I could scale, which is another uh, you know, thing of its own. Uh, I didn't have any market position. So no one really knew who I was. I was not a market leader. So all of those things, I've taken it straight right from your playbook, from your guidance and Jeff Fisher. You guys have been, you know, phenomenal through this journey. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, seriously. Uh, it's, uh, you know, my father passed away last year, right? I, I you know, I, I shared that story before, but... It's one of those things where, where looking back, it, you know, if he was here and, and I was able to talk to him, I know he would be very proud. But, uh, you know, the, the ability to get to this point financially and be able to give back. I mean, my goal was to be able to retire my father. I literally 10x that goal, you know, and I made it. I want to make something significant. So, uh, you know, I'm opening up a foundation under his name in El Salvador, back in, in my country. And I would not be able to do th those sort of things without money, you know, without what facilitates that whole front end. Uh, and that's what pushes me, motivates me. And it has not been, you know, a walk in the park. Uh, I, I see myself uh, as a David and Goliath, 
uh, in a lot of the things that have happened last year alone. Uh, but, uh, you know, I trust in God. I have full faith. Uh, and I know he's on my side. I know he's right in front of me, right behind me, right on each side looking after me. And all I got to do is just go out there and get it. You know, that's the way I see it. That's amazing, man. Well, I know that you're, you're at an event and you kind of broke away for a couple minutes to, to do this quick video for the group. Thanks yeah. for sharing. If you have one piece of wisdom or insight that you could share just to kind of inspire the others that would love to get similar results, um, what would you share? Guys, you see, this is something I've learned is whatever you see in me, it's in you. Whatever you see in me, whatever, even the flaws or whatever inspires you, that is in you. Well, you see what I see in Josh Nelson as a father, as a husband, as a business owner, entrepreneur, as a marketer. It's, those are things that I see in myself. And, you know, the, the thing is this. A, a lot of times we stop ourselves from, from actually receiving the blessings and the successes because we, we start thinking, hey, I'm not worth it. But the thing is, the bottom line is you have to have beliefs that, yes, you can do it. It's doable. Put in the work. Uh, but, you know, I'm not from another planet, dude. I've had it so hard. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I've, you know, and I don't say this to brag, but I've made more money than a lot of people in, in, the, in the agency world uh, without a green card, without an active uh, uh, social security number last year, because I was dealing with that situation, without a driver's license in the United States. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, if I can do it under those circumstances, Trust me, if you've got that, that part covered, you could be 10 steps ahead. But uh, whatever you see in me, uh, you know, it's in you. You just got to go and claim it, really, and step out. Yeah, step out of the comfort zone. Go and make it happen. Well, you're, you're an inspiration. Con congratulations. This award, uh, I can't wait to give it to you in person the next time I see you. Uh, we definitely missed you at this event. But um, go crush it at your, at your expo, and we'll look forward to catching up with you again soon. Hey, uh, Josh, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, really, for being there for me. And uh, for me, it's all about execution. We can talk. We can mastermind all day long. We could write down goals. We could do everything else, but nothing happens until we step out in the front and we go to war. And you, you've really given me all the weapons, all the armory, whatever I need to do in order to win. I know I'm going to win because I've got the best in my corner. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you to our coaches. Uh, and, and I mean, thank you to your wife uh, for being there for you in the event. And, and you guys are, you know, you've changed my life. So thank you. I really mean it from the bottom of my top. Thanks, man. It, it's an honor to be part of your, your continued growth and success. And um, I look forward to talking with you again soon. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hopefully, hopefully that kind of bridges the gap a little bit. It kind of gives you some inspiration. Uh, we gave you some tactics, but you know, it's possible, right? And you've got it within you to, to go out and make this happen to make 2022 the best year in your agency yet. Um, so here's what we said we were going to cover on today's session. Here's what we've done, right? Clear goals and targets for the year. We plotted these out on the sales retention tracking sheet. Um, give me a one in the chat if you feel like this is locked and loaded, right? You've got your goals. You've got your targets. You've got a mechanism to track. We've broken this down by quarter. We've broken it down by month. We've got an accountability mechanism for that. Um, we also looked at some KPIs, right? What, how many strategy sessions will we need to have in order to make that a reality, right? Um, we definitely unpacked that. We audited your current business model, right? Like, are we in one niche? Are we doing a program? Are we charging $1,000 per month? Are we focused on recurring revenue? Um, and then we, we kind of planned out 
our approach, right? We looked at what are the different activities we can put in place to, to make this reality, to make sure we get those 15 strategy sessions per month, which will get us those three to five clients per month, which will get us on that run rate, believe it or not, to be a seven-figure agency over a 12 to, 20 month, 12 to 24 month window of time. Um, so I'm excited for you guys. I'm glad that you've invested this time to build out your plan. Um, promise me that you'll, you'll execute and that you'll put this in, into play in the real world. Um, give me a promise in the chat. If you promise to hold yourself accountable at some level and to, to get this done. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, guys, I mean, that, that's it for the course session. Uh, a couple of you have asked, um, you know, seven figure agency coaching and mentorship. Like, what does that include? What does that look like? Um, this is a no pitch session. So the core content of this is done. Um, I'm not going to force any of you to listen to a, a value proposition on seven figure agency or why to join. Um, with that said, if you'd like to learn more and you're like, Hey, you know what? You know, I've been thinking about seven figure agency. I've been thinking maybe this would be the time for me to join. Um, I'd love to have you, you know, stick around and hear it, right? So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say thank you to everybody for being on. Um, if you've got the plan, that's what you came for and you're good to go, feel free to hop off. I'll see you in the Digital Marketing Agency Success Group. Tara, thank you. Adam, great. Merry Christmas, everybody.